Now for our story. In Wakefield tonight, Carla Descari had recovered consciousness. The young woman had been in a coma, suffering from a brain concussion. But although Sheriff Goodwin questioned her and questioned her, Carla refused to admit that her husband, Mario, was responsible for her injury. Tearfully, she kept asking where Mario was, but no one could tell her. For Mario believed that he had killed Carla when he struck her in a fury of jealousy. He had fled to a large steel town, had taken a job as janitor in a cheap, dingy rooming house. And tonight, while his wife lies in a little hospital near home, Mario is sitting on a narrow bed in the basement quarters assigned to him. Around him, scattered on the bed and the floor, are copies of the Chicago newspapers, which he has searched anxiously and then flung down in despair of learning anything about the aftermath of his crime. Then the door opens and a young woman comes in. She has heavy dark hair and her eyes are dark too, like Carla's. I came down to see how you're getting along. Didn't anyone ever teach you to knock before you bust in on a person? No. The more than anyone taught you to offer a chair to a visitor. Okay, sit down if you want to. Thanks. You're quite a reader, aren't you? Maybe I am. You wouldn't be looking for anything special, would you? You'd get along better if you weren't so nosy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I had that coming to me. I'm curious about you, admit it. <laughs> At least you're honest. In more ways than one. For instance, I'm uh, kind of ashamed of myself what I did yesterday. I don't get you. Well, I figured I had you over a barrel, more or less, so I took advantage of you. Oh. I told you I'd pay you 15 bucks a week for this job. wasn't enough. But I had a hunch you'd take it no matter what, so my selfish feet got the best of me. What made you so sure I'd take the job? Oh, I don't know. I'm not so dumb as I look, you know. I could tell from the way you acted. You don't look dumb to me. Don't I, really? No. You may be a lot of things, but you're not a dope. Hey, thanks. Anyway, I wanted to tell you I'll pay you 20 instead of 15. It's not a lot, but at least they'll give you enough to take a gal out to a show once in a while. I'm not interested in taking girls out. You're not, huh? And yet you look like a guy who knows his way around. And around. Looks are deceiving sometimes. You've been around yourself, you ought to know that by now. I guess I should. Maybe I'll never learn. You're liable to get yourself in trouble until you do. In trouble? Don't suppose you ever been in trouble yourself. For instance, you wouldn't be running away from something right now by any chance. You're too nosy. I can't help it. Can't help putting two and two together. All right. What do I add up to so far? Want me to tell you? Go ahead. Can you tell me if I'm right? I don't make promises. I'll have to take a chance on that. What have I got to lose? Well, in the first place, I figure you're an out-of-town boy, Chick. I just told you I'm not given. Oh, all right. You're a stubborn guy. I don't mind. I kind of like it. At least you've got strength. I like a fella to know what he wants. How about if he knows what he doesn't want? That would depend on... What it was he didn't want. I'd want to know he was darn sure he knew what he was missing. 
You'd better go on with your, your third degree. Don't call it that. Let's just say I'm making up a little story. There's no rush. We got plenty of time. Tony? Plenty of time. Haven't we? Sure. You'd better go on with that story you were going to tell me. Okay. Well, it looks to me as if you came from the big outdoors somewhere. Guys here in Gary don't get a deep tan like you've got. And you're a guy who's done heavy work. It's the kind they like at the mills. A fella can make good money over there. Anyway, a lot more than 20 a week. You didn't want to work there. I say to myself, there must be a reason. There might be lots of reasons. Maybe I don't go for that kind of a job. Yeah, sure, that might be it. Somehow I don't think so. Nope, I got a different idea. Waiting to be coaxed? Just wanted to be sure you were listening. What else can I do? If I'm boring you, I could leave you. Want me to? No. Go on with... Well, what's your idea? Curious to see how wrong you can be. So am I. Somehow I don't think I am. The way I figure it, Tony, you took a powder from somewhere. And you're darned anxious to stay out of sight for a while, at least till things blow over. That's why you took a crummy job in a place like this working as a janitor. You don't have to stick your neck out here. Nobody to see you. Except you. Except me. Do you know you're safe with me? Do I? Because I'm telling you. Look, I don't care what you did before. My face isn't so awful clean either. I've got a lot of things I'd rather forget ever happened. And I find out about something about forgetting things. Something that, that helps a lot. What's that? The easiest way to forget something is to get it off your chest, out of your system. Tell someone you trust. You trust anyone at all, that's where you make your first mistake. No, you're wrong. I know there are a lot of heels in the world. But there are people who'll be on the up and up with you. Give them a chance. I tried playing it that way. It didn't work. If I hadn't been that kind of a sap, I wouldn't be here now. You wouldn't be here reading every paper you can get hold of. Is that what you mean? If you want to think so, go ahead. Tony, I've been around a lot. I can spot a guy who's on the lamb for miles off. You think you know a lot about men, don't you? Yeah. I ought to. Then you should have found out it's safer not to crowd a guy too far. I'm not crowding your pal, it's just... I like you. I've been kind of lonely. I'm not used to living like this. You can get me down, and... And yesterday, you came along. So what? I didn't sleep very good last night. I was thinking. You'd be better off if you cut out the thinking. It'll get you in trouble sooner or later. Not this kind. Doesn't have to, anyway. You know how you go along for years sometimes and you don't see a single loophole? And all of a sudden, it all changes. Everything had looked kind of dirty gray without any color. And then when it changes, that's what happened to me. I got to thinking it... You didn't say bad being lost. You're not alone. There's someone with you. What's all this about being lost? I'm not lost. I think you are. So am I, Tony. But ever since yesterday, when I opened that door and saw you standing there, 
What makes you think that's going to make any difference? Just because I happen to take a job working for you? I don't know, Tony. The feeling I got. Like it depends. On what? On you, Tony. Tony. Makes a big difference you being here. You better go. You mean you want me Yeah, to... go on, go on, beat it. Okay. But if you change your mind... Beat it. Anne Bartok shrugged, walked slowly upstairs to her room. They had plenty of time... But in the bare little room she just left, Mario paced up and down like a man in a prison cell. It was Carla's face coming between, blotting out the present, which had made him thrust this new strange girl from him. If only he dared go home. If only he could know, finally, no matter how terrible the truth might be. Carla, he kept thinking. Carla. And yet, this new girl, Anna, might be right. Perhaps it was best to forget the past, to live in the present. Mario paced up and down. And in her hospital bed, Carla turned her face to the wall, sobbing his name. 